Hello and welcome to the Spill Sesh with Sage, episode 84. It is your host with you, Sajal, this Monday. I hope you're doing good. I hope you had a great week. Thank you for all the love on the video I posted on my Spill Sesh account. Thank you for everyone who shared it. It is basically the snippets of the podcast episode I did with my FYP group. Um, just another heads up, we're doing a virtual panel event on the 19th of February for caregivers who are taking care of youth in the mental health space. And if you are a caregiver if you know someone who's a caregiver or if you just want to attend and learn more about the issue please do sign up the um details are all on my instagram at sagelxx or at this possession with sage um i really hope you enjoyed listening to that episode it was really really nice chatting with my teammates and talking about the whole progress of how you know this whole campaign was formed what we're doing why we're doing it so if you want to listen do check it out for this week's episode, however, obviously we're going to be talking about something very different and we're going to be talking about dry January. So if you don't know what dry January is, it's basically exactly that. It's a month where you don't drink alcohol, essentially. Um, a lot of people tend to do it to kind of like reset the year, you know, like because December is full of holidays, Christmas, New Year's, birthdays. Well, for me, especially it's my birthday, Christmas and New Year's all in one. So December tends to always be a heavier month for drinking, especially. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of people do it just to like kind of release the toxins in your body and, you know, just have a good fresh start to the year. So I have always wanted to do dry January. I actually tried my stint at it last year and I failed miserably and I'm not proud of that. So last year in 2021, I was just, you know, I did enter 2021 with a great headspace. I was not a very secure person. I relied on alcohol to make me more quote-unquote fun, or at least I thought it made me more fun and gave me a personality when really I already had a personality when I was sober. But, you know, that was just me dealing with social anxiety. And I've come to recognize that I used alcohol as a way to curb with that and to meet new people, go on dates or whatever it is, right? So... Once I became more self-aware of that, I really took in matters into my own hands. And I was like, if I couldn't even finish dry January because I felt like, oh, I needed to drink because I'm meeting new people, like that is a problem. So I think dry January is just also a good wake-up call because this is what I think. If you're a heavy drinker and you can't make, like, you can't go for a month without drinking and saying no to social activities that require drinking, that is an issue. If you're a heavy social drinker and like, but you are able to say no and have that control and able to do dry January, then it seems okay. So like, I don't know whether that logic works, but for me, I was like, I think I really need to test myself because I failed last year. So I think this year, going into 2022, I was like, I was so determined. I already knew I was going to do dry January from like November. Um, So I was really de determined to like do it this year because you know, I'm not, I'm the kind of person that if I set something up for myself, I have to do it, you know, and failing that is such a like, such a hard thing for me to like, take on my shoulders, because I'm very hard on myself. So when I failed last year, I really, really like, felt shit about it. And I said that I will do it, you know, next year. Just a disclaimer, um, obviously, you don't have to do it in January, if you want to take a break from drinking please go ahead i'm just talking about my experience and dry january specifically this podcast is not about alcoholism um or anything like that like this is really just specifically for like you know those of us who drink socially and like are sometimes unable to say no and just have that like self-control and that boundary set it's more towards that so 
listen in your own discretion um, and feel free to let me know your thoughts as well. Obviously, at the end of the episode, you can always DM me at the Spill Session stage. So anyway, um, yeah, so I started out this year in a much better headspace than I was last year. And I think that already helped a lot with my dry gen process because last year, as I mentioned, I was so insecure in myself and my personality. Whereas this year, I think I spent the last few months really working on myself. And, you know, for the first time, I actually really believe that. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I worked on myself. And a lot of people, I mean me. And like, I'll always be like, yeah, yeah, I'm working on myself. But I never actually did. And I feel like the last three months, I genuinely have put in work into myself every single day and not only do I recognize it my friends and family recognize it too and for the first time you know and I think that's when I realized like oh this hard work actually really does pay off and this month it was so easy for me to say no to drinking and that is something that has been very hard for me in the past especially when it comes to social activities you know, I think in our 20s, a lot of our social activities have revolved around drinking. Like, oh, let's go for a drink. Like, let's say it's a date. Let's go for a drink. Or we're out after dinner. Let's grab a, grab a drink after. And I always had this mindset because obviously drinking for me is like, um, it's a lot of calories. So for me, it's like, yeah, either drink, like have a few cocktails or have none. Because I feel like one cocktail is not worth the calories. That's how I view it. But I honestly don't think that's a good way to view it. I think it's it's almost like two extremes, right? So I feel like now I want to go into more of a balance where like I can sip on one cocktail for the entire night and I should be able to be okay with that. Or just say no to drinking, you know? It doesn't have to be zero all the way get drunk. That really is not necessary. One good tip that I learned was if you know how to drive, just drive everywhere. That's one thing that I did that really, really helped me in like saying no to drinking was like I just drove to dinners. And let me just tell you, it's so refreshing. Because you don't feel like, okay, the thing is, I feel like when you go out for dinner and all, there's just this like social pressure, like, oh, let's order a drink when really it's not necessary. And because I'm driving, I immediately I'm like, oh, I don't want to drink, but not in a bad way, just like, oh, I'm driving, I'm not going to drink. So why can't I apply that, that same thought process when I'm just going out, not driving and be like, well, I don't, there's no need to drink tonight. So why do I need to put in that extra one glass, even if I were to sip on it all night? What is the need of putting that into my body, you know? And I'm a such I'm so pro fitness, pro health, and yet like all my calories go down the drain when I do when I you know consume alcohol. So it really like opened my eyes. I was like, it's actually not that hard, you know. For example, I went out um for dinner sometime in January or early January. I went out for dinner to this like Mexican place with my friends, and they apparently they're they're known for their good cocktails. And this is the night I actually didn't drive. So I remember and my friends were all like um, getting cocktails and they were like, do you want one? I was like, nah, I'm doing dry January. And they're like, okay, just try a sip. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that because that will defeat the whole purpose. I don't want a sip of alcohol. And I sat there and I was like, I'm actually perfectly fine drinking water. There is no social pressure to drink. All the social pressure is all comes from within us or at least within myself. So I was like, holy shit, I actually don't have to drink. You know, it was such it's such a stupid realization now that you think about it. It's like, duh. But like, you know, I think at this age when we go out, it's just like, yeah, let's get a drink. But you don't realize that it's actually not necessary. Like you can do a mocktail or a cocktail or sorry, a, a water. For me, a mocktail, I'm just like, again, it's a waste of calories because it's all sugar and no alcohol. So like, forget it. Um, but yeah, like those were some instances. Another really, really good instance I was quite proud of myself was... Um, well, a group of my friends wanted to do a beach day. And usually on a beach day, we drink. 
And I was like, and this is towards the end of January. We were planning for like 29th of Jan. And they were like, babe, just break your, you know, dry Jan streak. Um, At the end of the month, it's already counted. And I was like, no, I'm not going to just because if I break it now, it's not going to count. It's not going to be worth it, you know, like I, I already am doing it. I might as well just go through fully with it like today is 31st jan i'm not going to drink until 12 a.m like i'm literally not drinking i'm drinking tomorrow on first feb but yeah like things like that and they actually rescheduled it so that we could all drink on first feb and i really appreciated that because one they didn't have to and two it just really goes to show that like i can say no and i don't have to be peer pressured into drinking and i think that applies to everyone listening as well because yeah you know drinking is very pressuring social activity and sometimes you may feel left out if you don't drink but that's really really not necessary and i i do think that it if you just practice you are able to say no and um driving is just a really really good outlet i would highly recommend that like anytime you really just meh don't want to drink you know highly recommend that um another night would be I had some family coming over and we always love to do drinks with these group group of family. But same thing, I was like, I'm at home. And I was like, no, I'm not drinking tonight. Um, and they were like, oh, dry gen. I was like, yeah. And I think, you see, it's good, you see, because dry gen is like a universal thing. We're all aware. But now that January is over, what do I do? You know, how do I bring this into my 2022? What exactly do I want to bring into my 2022 with this experience of dry gen? I think... It's not necessarily like, oh, I'm going to quit drinking. Like, no, I just, I think I want to be able to not have to have a drink every single time I go out or any sort of social gathering doesn't always have to result in drinks. Like, we can go for coffee. We can go for lunch. We can go just chill at home, watch a movie and just not drink. Same thing, just just recently we had a movie night at my friend's house. We always do wine night. I didn't drink because I drove. So, you know, it got easier saying no across the month but yeah like how do i bring this into 2022 so i was thinking about it it was like okay like do i just drive more often and try to limit that um I, I, that would definitely work for me like if i drive to dinner essentially like, oh, i'm not drinking tonight i think i definitely want to just limit it to like once a week you know like let's say the weekend could be my drinking like um time i guess like if i want to go out for drinks with my friends i would like maybe push that to the weekend and within the, within the weekdays i don't have to drink or if let's say if the weekdays week going for ladies night then weekend i don't have to drink so i really want to try and cut it down to once a week um so i'm going to see how that goes but again i'm not going to put too much pressure on myself just because like not the way i did dry gen because i'm very hard on myself but like i think this would be a good start just driving everywhere and like trying to do you know once a week max I also want to talk about this very interesting conversation I had with my brother and how he kept saying like, you know, it shouldn't be that much of an accomplishment that you did dry January. And like even today, my dad was like, you know, I'm so proud of you. You actually finished dry Jan. And I was like, am I missing something? Is this, why is this such a achievement? At first I was like, wow, I'm so proud of myself, right? And I mean, at the beginning of this episode, I was telling you, how proud of myself I was. And then I was also, my dad was telling me how proud he is of me. And then my brother's like, girl, what are you doing? You know, it shouldn't be that much of an achievement. And I'm like, shit, is he right? So I was thinking about this. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's not an achievement, but like, I, I don't know. I'm actually like speechless. I don't, I don't know. Is it an achievement or not? Like, as in, are we allowed to celebrate someone who just, 
drinks a lot socially to be able to do dry January. I think, I think what the celebration is, is actually number one, sticking to something of what I said. Like actually going through it, something that I said, that's number one. And number two, I think it's just the act of saying no and setting boundaries. That is something that came out of dry January that I really learned a lot. So I think, yeah, I think it's fine to celebrate it in the sense of like like an, an actual achievement. I don't think it's being like overdramatic or like I don't think that makes it seem like, oh shit, does she have a problem? Like I don't think so. I think in fact, like I am proud of myself, not so much for not drinking for a month, but number one, like I mentioned, is for the act of actually going through with something that I said that I would set out to do and setting boundaries and realizing that it's really okay to not drink at social settings so while looking up about like dry january and what the health benefits were i found two very contrasting articles which were quite interesting one was like um what are the health benefits and how it's so amazing and then another one was basically saying no it does nothing at all so i thought it was very interesting i kind of wanted to go through the health benefits of dry january from this article um i will link it in my instagram if you want to read it um so these are some of the health benefits and i thought i'd share whether like i felt any of this First one, you might drop a few pounds. So basically, I mean, this is something that I was saying from the very beginning that alcohol has a lot of calories and um, it kind of like not drinking alcohol for a month will definitely create a calorie deficit. For me, I think this was my biggest difference in my body. I felt a lot leaner. Now, I am not a skinny person and I know that and I'm fine with that. For me, I work out a lot. But because I'm working out constantly and eating healthy-ish and like going out enjoying my food, but because of the alcohol I consume, literally all that I realize goes down the drain. And that's very heartbreaking because I put a lot of effort into my health and wellness. So I think when I realized like, oh my God, I didn't drink alcohol for a month and I can already see like a little bit more definition in my core, you know, in my muscles. I'm like, shit, like that really, really makes a difference. So in the fact of like dropping weight, I don't know because I don't weigh myself, but in the of like how I look, I can definitely see a difference. So I think that's something that also like definitely wants to encourage me to like, you know, really limit it to like once a week or something. Um, another one was you may eat more wine mindfully. This is so true. Okay. So basically there was some research that shows that alcohol influences our food choices. Um, there's a study done that shows that food cravings are more intense when alcohol is consumed and people are most likely to reach characteristically unhealthy food to satisfy those cravings. This cannot be more right. Every time I drink, all I want and all I can think of is chicken nuggets. I don't know why. I don't know why chicken nuggets from McDonald's. I never eat McDonald's, but when I drink, I have to have chicken nuggets or like truffle fries or anything, you know? And I think that is so, so true. I always want to like, especially the next day when I'm hungover, I always want to have something like carb heavy, anything oily, like a burger or something to just like soak up all the alcohol. And yeah, I eat a lot of chips, you know, compared to like now when I didn't drink for that month, I really felt like, you know, the snacks, the snacking really, really went down a lot. So that, that I will say, definitely. And also, to add on, like when I go for dinners now, I feel like, you know, when you go with the intention of drinking, you don't eat a lot and then you like want to drink more. And I feel like now I'm focusing a lot more on my food intake and like what I'm eating and really enjoying my dinners. Even though, you know, when you go to fancy places, you tend to like order the tapas or whatever. But now I'm actually enjoying the meals. So that's been another way of like eating mindfully, I feel. This also, okay, this said that you'll sleep more soundly. Um, alcohol does make you more sleepy, but it can also wear off to lead you to more of a restless night. Okay, so I guess I'm not sure about you, but for me, I would say this is not too true for me um, because 
alcohol actually does make me sleep a lot better and I have been like not sleeping that amazing this month. I mean, it's not been bad, but it's not been great either. Like I kind of fall asleep quite late. So I don't think it really helped me with my sleep. Um, If anything, it I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't think this one's so true for me. Ha, okay, this one's good. You'll save money. Dude, this is so true. Not only am I saving money on my bills, like my food bills, I'm saving money on cabs. I'm saving so much money on cabs, like because I'm driving everywhere. So like that has been amazing as well. I'm like, okay, basically the end of every month, I always do this thing called hisab, which means like finances in Hindi. So I'm, I was just about to do my finances later after this podcast. And I, I'm very sure that my spending would have really really drastically gone down compared to like december especially i love food i love going out to different places and i love spending money on the experience as well but that being said that means i also like spending money on drinks and drinks are expensive cocktails are expensive and when you're drunk you just keep ordering and ordering and ordering shot after shot whatever it gets expensive so that i will say has really 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 helped saving money you'll drink more water uh and Okay, there argument was saying that if you're typically a, gl- a person who has like a glass of wine with dinner, um, you're replacing it with water. For me, that's not a normal thing. Like I don't drink wine with every meal. Um, so I always do drink water anyway. And honestly, my water intake has never been that great. So no, I don't think that really helped for me. Your skin will be positively glowing. Um, not so much for me. I feel like in fact, it's gotten a bit worse. <laughs> so I don't know. That one, I didn't really... It didn't really affect me in that way like I do feel that my skin has been like acting up a little bit like has a little bit of bumps and stuff so I don't think there's anything to do with alcohol um I feel that I, I am glowing like I feel like I'm radiating but not in like my skin I think overall I just feel like a lot happier and more energetic you know I think that's something that I really realized from this month so those were a few like benefits um to do that so i really want to go to the other article which is basically saying that basically the idea of avoiding alcohol for only a single month is not going to improve your health in any way especially (laughs) if on february 1st you're right back at the bar where happy hours start that's exactly verbatim what this said um it's an article by south china morning post and that is so true because that's also that's exactly what i'm doing first february i'm going to be drinking okay so some researchers apparently have found that the abstaining from alcohol for like an entire month will cause people to drink even more in the coming months so i kind of don't agree with this because for me it was quite the opposite i think not drinking for a month actually made me not want to drink more moving forward but i do understand where this is coming from even though yeah first february i'm gonna drink but like I'm not going to drink for the rest of the week. So like, for example, when I have a dinner on Saturday, I'm going to not drink then because I'm already drinking tomorrow. So like, I am now making these choices where before dry January, I would have just drank on both the dates. So where I, I see this writer's point of view, because I am doing the exact same thing, but not to that extent. Um, and a lot of them are basically saying that dry January is a superficial gesture um, so that they could just join a hashtag and that people don't even do it they just lie about it and then <laughs> they said worse are the really gung-ho folks who will likely not shut up about it making him them more insufferable and annoying than just if they were drunk dude that's so rude i don't think that's true okay i don't know okay they also ended the article with saying like for most alcoholics going cold turkey doesn't resolve addictions it just leads to relapses so i already mentioned in the beginning of this episode a disclaimer that we're not going to be talking about alcoholics here because that's a disease and that is a very very serious issue and obviously you know a trend or uh, a little like dry january 
it's not going to help. And I don't know about alcoholism and I'm not going to try and pretend that I do. So I'm not going to be addressing that. But again, that's for alcoholics. I think for people like us in our 20s or 30s who just use alcohol as a mechanism for social anxiety or just feel like they have to have a drink in social situations or deal with struggling to say no to social situations and drinking i think dry january would definitely help i do think going cold turkey for one month actually really really helps in like setting boundaries so i will have to disagree with that um i think it really depends on how you come out of dry january for sure another article that i found actually that really kind of encapsulated what i was trying to say earlier okay so this is what it says Dry January is a month when people voluntarily stop drinking alcohol after the excesses of December and start the new year on a sober, clearer, clearer and more refreshed, healthy note, which is exactly what I was saying. Um, but what I really liked was when they said it is kind of a self-diagnosis of how important alcohol really is to you. Can you go a week or can you go a month without any alcohol? And if you can't, why not? What is your driving need for alcohol? Dry January lets people sample sobriety without being overwhelmed by the concept of skipping alcohol forever. I really liked that they said that where it's asking how important alcohol is to you. I think that really made me reflect because it also it also makes a lot of sense. You know, in the point of my life I am now and the point of my life I was last year and the year before. Alcohol is very important to me. And I think now I realize that it really isn't. And I think that's a very refreshing thought, a really refreshing reflection to have. And if you participated in Drive January or maybe you're thinking after this podcast, maybe I want to do a month of February, Drive February, whatever it is, try it. I would say just try two weeks, you know, and see whether you can do that. And if you can't go two weeks without alcohol, then like, you know, it's not so much of like, oh my God, do I have a problem? I think it's more of like the, this question exactly. How important is alcohol to you and what do you want to do about it? So I like that. I, I, I really like that. And of course, there was this, there are other people that kind of went like, oh, you know, I want to continue on. To be very honest, um, that was actually my thought as well. When I started, I was like, you know what? I don't mind continuing to February, but I don't want to be too hard on myself and be like, I'm going to do dry February because the minute I say that means I really won't drink a sip of alcohol. And then I just, you know, and I feel like that's too stressful for myself. And I was kind of upset in the end that I made plans to drink on first Feb. I didn't want it to end up like that, but that's what it is that's the only day my friends are free so like it, i'm trying not to be hard on myself and i'm trying to pat myself on the back for actually completing it and not like judging myself and me like bitch uh you're literally drinking on first i get it i get i've read the articles you know I've, we've had the conversation i do understand um that uh but if you start drinking on first doesn't everything go to waste again like i said i don't think it does um to each their own, but I don't think, at least for me, I don't think that this month went to waste. I definitely think I learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about my relationship with alcohol, and I've learned how to make boundaries. So I'm actually very proud of myself, and I would do this again, definitely. It doesn't have to be dry January. Like next, I will do dry January next year again for sure, but I think just realistically, like, you know, maybe if, if one month I'm like feeling that, oh, you know what, this has been too much, I can just say, okay, maybe July I won't drink. I don't know. You know, things like that. Um, it's really not that hard. And I really want to implement this in my year moving forward. So that's been my like a uh, little short mini episode about dry January I wanted to do and my thoughts about it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. If you did, let me know. If you participate in dry January, let me know, which is actually really funny because I asked on my Instagram and literally all the answers were like, no, I think like two people said that they were doing dry January. So I'm quite surprised. 
Um, I only know one other person that's doing dry January myself, so I guess so. But yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know if, if you know, um, you have any thoughts about what I said this episode, about the articles, what they were saying. Feel free to let me know. I always like to have conversations in the DMs. Stay tuned to next week because I have two very special guests coming on. I'm very excited for these um, guests. I'll give you a hint. They are podcasters themselves. So I'll leave you with that. Have a great Chinese New Year. Have a great week ahead and see you next Monday. Bye.